EPI Sports has always been a massive supporter of natural bodybuilding, so it only made sense for us and them to partner up. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by BPI Sports, and if you want to support them and us, use code NattyNewsDaily at checkout for some exclusive discounts off any of your orders. Enjoy the episode. What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of Natty News Daily. We got uh, guests from across the pond joining us today, Adrian Gray. Very well accomplished natural bodybuilder, PCA pro, WMBF pro, PCA judge, posing coach, PT. Man's uh, man, he's in the game. He is in this on, on all different <laughs> angles. So I uh, appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you so much. No problem, man. No problem. Thanks for having me on. So for those that don't know you and your story, can you kind of kick it off with, you know, because, you know, like we talked about before we come on live, you've been in the game a long time. So, so give us some well, backstory. Um. I started competing in 2013 and at that time because gym was always my thing yep. it was just a natural progression and I felt that it was crazy to be honest because I've been training since I was about 17 and for people that don't know me I'm old yeah how old are you? <laughs> I am I'm now 38 yeah Damn. Man, if I, I would not have guessed that. If I look half as good as you at 38, I'm going to be buzzing. <laughs> I would have guessed like 30, man. Thanks. 38? Like, yeah. Holy hell. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's like me training for, since I was 17, by the time I got to start competing, I was like, what, 11 years deep into training? Yeah. And it was a case that someone said to me when I went to the gym that I started training at, because I've been training at different gyms here and there, but... I didn't really have the focus and I didn't have the knowledge and education to really push me into bodybuilding. And it was, it was really kind of a, it was meant to be situation because I love the gym. I love training. It kept me out of trouble. It kept me doing things that I didn't need to be doing. And to be honest, when I first competed, I was like, you know what? This kind of fits. I kind of, kind of feeling something yeah I'm, i kind of i can i can hear i can feel this sure. and to be honest it was a untested show the first show i did and i came third mm-hmm. and looking back at it now i think that was a good way for me to start because i wasn't getting ahead of myself i knew that there was places to improve and i had yeah. to improve and because of that it was like i still had that focus and still like the drive and because of the gym that i was in saxon gym People who see on my Instagram, they'll see I'm still trying there now. And we had a group of bodybuilders that were all competing. And all of us were going to shows. The guy that, the guy that was running the show, um, running the gym, he was coming with us to every show every week. Every week, going to a different show, different federations all around the country. He's driving like crazy miles. And it was a point that because we were in a small group, everyone's doing it together. It just fit. And I basically just kicked on from there because the second show that I did was the the same year was the, what is it called? It's, um, natural. Yeah, the National Physics Association. No, the Natural Physics Association, the MPA. And I did the Midland Regional Show. And I won that, sh- I won the, I won my class, which was the novice. I won the overall and I won best poser. So I was quite impressed. I was quite impressed on that one. Yeah, that's a good and, degree. It was um, kind of, that was my kind of arrival onto the natural scene. Yeah. It was being 
the guy that the new guy it was kind of um not daunting but um kind of you're like you're on edge just because I'm not a junior so they so some guys are probably looking at me thinking who's this big guy here that's just <laughs> jumped out of nowhere yeah and because of that it was a point that I made a few friends there that I'm still with friends today and it's I'll tell you one person that I met there there oh two of them was um Fivos he's a photographer and he takes pictures for a lot of the natural shows all over the UK okay. and another friend of mine was um what's his name it'll come to me in a second <laughs> but um this is prep brain starting yeah but, um, it's like starting there I started to build and build and build started to build momentum and following that I did the British final which is your nationals which would be yeah. and I came second in the second in the British final and following that I didn't have a year off and I just carried on so that next year I did the UK DFBA and I came third I came third that year and the guy that won Stefan Stefan Couric I looked at him and to be honest if there's ever a time you think I need to push up my level. I need to get better. I need to improve was that day. I went backstage. I'm getting ready, getting ready, getting ready. And Stefan backed off his clothes. I was just like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I said, thought to myself, he's won this. He's got this in the bag he was shredded now following that i spoke to him and i said who did you work with and he said oh gavin gibson i was like oh i know gav because when i started in this game it was how can i put it we didn't really facebook wasn't where it was um instagram was just 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 kind of like building its tiny bit of momentum. Mm -hmm. So Twitter was where everyone was still talking. Oh, okay. And I was talking to Gav through Twitter, just talking about football, talking about a little bit about bodybuilding. And I was like, yo, he's the guy that, you know, he talks to me and had a good relationship and good rapport with him. And I messaged him after the show, just talking. And then I think the following year later, I was um, getting ready for another show. And that was in 2015. And I did the first Saxon Classic, which was an untested show. And I won the Mrs. Staffish class and I came third in the class two. So I was kind of happy with that, with the guys that was in the class as well. So after that, I messaged guys speaking to him. I said, look, man, I want to kind of like go for this UK DFBA title because that was the one that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And at the time I was looking at Gav, being a WMBF pro, I was looking at Rich Gosdecki being yeah, a WMBF yeah. pro and Mark Oaks being yep. a WMBF pro and those are the guys. And I thought to myself, you know what? It's um that's where I want to be and that's where I want to compete. And Gav said cool because I'd spoken to him <clears throat> spoken to him like a lot even before we started talking about working together. And it just started from there, man. And um that same year it was um, 
how can I put it? There was added fire because I'm not a forum guy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I literally train, I go home. <laughs> I train and I go home. I mind my own business. I don't talk about people. I just, I just <laughs> keep myself, I just keep myself to myself. Yeah. And a friend of mine told Gav, he said, Hey, they're talking about you. I said, what do you, I said, what do you mean? I don't talk about anybody. I don't trouble anyone. Why are they talking about me? And um, some of the guys in there, in this forum, whoever was in there, they were saying, no. Um, they were saying, they were saying, because that year it was Sam Watt and Nigel St. Louis. And they were saying, no, Sam's going to do it. Yeah, Sam's going to do it. Sam's, yeah. Sam's won this. Sam's won this. And then someone said, oh, Nigel's going to win. Nigel's going to win. And one of my friends said, Adrian's going to be in there too. And they said, Adrian's good, but, you know, he never knows condition. So, you know, we don't really know. We're not really sure. And I said, oh, okay. Okay. Challenge accepted. Okay. I love that. <laughs> now, obviously, because I'm not a forum guy, I don't say nothing. And I keep myself, keep my nose out of it. Don't get into no drama. And, that. and it was... A point to say, Gav said, look, we've got to use that as fire and drive forward. Fast forward to the October. And I said, okay, the prep was tough, but I got it done. And I was happy. And I was like, okay, cool. Went backstage, backed it off. I was like, okay, now it's time to roll. And going out there, I was confident to be fair and just happy with how I looked and being with that confidence and the happiness I feel like I put my best into it and I won the overall won my won the class won the yep. overall and then I qualified to go to the WMBF Worlds and that year I came third and it was um, a great year man I think that's one of the best years I've had in bodybuilding aside from that as a pro I went to, no, I did the Pro International the day after for that show. And I won that as well. And then I went to the year after I did the Pro International again and came second because it was tight between me and Rich Gosdecker. Me and Rich went toe to toe and it was a good show, really good show, really enjoyed it. And it was um, since then the PCA was starting to build momentum because what it was with the guy that runs my gym, Ryan Alexander, he was coming with us to shows every single week. He came out to the, all the natural shows I went to, did a couple of untested shows and he'd go with us to every single show. Now, because he had an eye for bodybuilding and he had the know-how and kind of it was a point of like when you're making a hub of bodybuilding in your in your specific area people from different places will come to you in the uk and just to learn to take pieces of education from them and yep. just to, to be around that atmosphere and that's what it was and following that he started to work with another federation and because he was more innovative and 
he had a vision moving forward, whereas some of the old guys in the actual federation were kind of like old school, where they would just like put up posters in gyms, send them out to gyms, put up posters and make it work like that. Now, what it was, Ryan was able to say, okay, cool. What we just did our own federation. And with the working with him and Warren Dyson from another gym, Emporium in, in the UK, massive gym as well. The PCA was born. And from there, we've just gone from strength to strength. It's um, awesome. got shows all over the world. Yep. We've got shows in Australia, in the US. Ian Harrison is the president in the US. And good guy, Ian, if you see this, hi. And um, we've got shows in Thailand, new one coming in India, one's coming in Spain. Uh, I think, where else? Hungary. And there's, basically, it's all over the world now. That's awesome. And it's a case that because he'd been to so many shows, we understand what shows were lacking and we were seeing what shows were kind of like, you've got to make sure that each competitor feels valued. You've got to make sure each competitor feels like they've put all their work of their prep and this is going to be a massive occasion to showcase that work. Yeah, and for sure. Because it's a case that some federations in the UK, especially, you're just a number and you're in, you're out, they're not bothered and you just move along. It's like, hurry up, the show's got to go, move. And with that, the information was taken and it's made the PCA and I was able to in 2018, yeah, 2018, because I used to do class two. And because it was, I was going against guys on, that were um, untested. One of my friends, well, two guys, two guys that my friends, um, Sergio Lima and Mark Hector. You might have seen Mark Hector. He's, yeah. he's, he's a beast. Yeah. yeah. So he's Mark, crossed, yeah. Uh, crossed over now. <laughs> so Mark, he, um, he was saying to me, he says, Adrian, you know what, bro? He said, because your shape is better than some of these guys on stage. However, because you're natural, you're not going to beat them. And I said, you know what? It was hard for me to take on the chin. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Because... <laughs> It's a case that I work hard and I train hard and I always have and I give 110% every time I get in there. I don't make it, um, how can I put it, boring. I still have fun and I've been training for like, what, nearly 22 years. Yeah, yeah. I still have fun in the gym. So it's a case that for me, I was like, no, man, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do this. But he said, you've got to understand, like, what classic bodybuilding really is. And I looked at it and I said, okay, I'll give it a go. And that year, I won my first show. And then I went to the British final and won again and became a pro, went to the world championships and came second. Yeah, and it was... And the fact that I did that against guys that were untested and taking God knows whatever, it felt like an achievement just for myself. For sure. Because at the end of the day, sometimes when I look at things, I think, well, at the end of the day, like for the progress that I can make in a year, some of these guys make in three months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of, I'd say if 
some guys may find it really um, difficult and they try to swerve on tested shows. But the way I see it is like, look, man, it's more, more time on stage. The more experience you get, it's better. And yep. the fact is that if you can enjoy that time on stage, you never know, man. You might just get something and you might be onto a winner and just keep it going. I think bodybuilding has got to understand that bigger doesn't always mean better. Better is better. Yep. See what I mean? Yep. Like a lot of the time, me as a judge, I'll be sitting there. <clears> and for example, I was speaking earlier about posing. I can see a guy that may have a great physique, but he can't show it. And if he can't show it, like, and the guy that's next to him may be a tiny bit smaller, but he's presenting himself better yeah. and he looks better and he'll pick him to it. And then you have, after the show, why did I lose? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's just whatever. I think especially <laughs> that's important to hear for like natural athletes because at the end of the day, the size gains are going to get marginally less and less over time. But the refinements you can get and the presentation improvements you can make that's where you can really stand out. Right. So I think, you know, quickly before we go from that, like as a judge, you know, I think it's good for you to address that for people because more, more athletes need to hear that, especially as they get longer into the sport. It's like, we've got to see that in this sport of bodybuilding, you are only, you can only be the best you that's cool. However, it's a case that just because you're natural, it doesn't mean you can't beat a guy that is enhanced. It yep. doesn't mean that. Yeah. We've good seen it. We've seen it that's, enough. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Good is good. And it is what it is. And all you've got to do is say, you know what? As long as I'm better than I was my last show, that's the main thing. Because realistically, the only person doing the cardio to get shredded is you. The other, you don't know what the other guy's doing. You don't know. And the fact is, as long as you do the best that you can and get on that stage and just put it out there, you can get you can get them, man. There's I've seen it and I've seen it week in, week out. I judge these shows week in, week out, and, I, and trust me, yep. there are guys that are getting beat by natural guys in the UK as well. It's there are more guys doing natural well, doing untested shows than people actually actually understand. For sure. And it's a case that the more that people see it, the more that people will do it because they think, well, if he can do it, I can do it. And that's what it is. Don't, don't think that being natural is holding you back. It's just a case that you've got to look at yourself and say, okay, how can I make my physique complete? If I make my whole package complete, these guys up there, they may have big arms, chest isn't balanced, legs aren't balanced. And you can yep. get them because you have the balanced physique and that's what it is. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and at the end of the day, uh, no, go ahead, James. I was just going to say, I mean, in natural bodybuilding specifically, I tell clients and you guys know, like it's a long game, right? So if you get judges feedback that you need to get bigger, that's tough, right? Because now, you know, it's, it's going to be a long time. You get judges feedback where you need to pose better. That's like the one thing in natural bodybuilding that you can change tomorrow. I mean, yeah. and often we see people waiting until a month before to even start working on posing. I mean, that's, you're putting all this time into the gym and eating and training and everything else. And then you're, you're forgetting about the one thing that you have absolute control over like that. So the thing is with the posing, it's one of those things that people don't understand can make or break you on stage. A hundred percent. It for sure can. Right. Especially if you're in a, 
division like classic where it's yes. you know whether or not you know people want to you know say that it's a, a graded or rewarded or not I, I would say as a judge and maybe you can speak to this like whether you're judging posing on a score sheet you're going to look at it and say that is a good pose that is not that is good posing that you is know not. what it is it's one thing guys have got to understand is how bodybuilding works now a lot of my clients they come with some ideas of bodybuilding and what the judge they think the judge is looking for and it's completely different to what we actually are looking for right. now if someone understands that if you create an aesthetic shape on the stage, you will look wider than the man that's next to you. And by creating that shape, having the large shoulders, small waist, flow on the quads, then they can get them. You see what I mean? But yeah. a lot of guys don't understand that. So one thing I explain to a lot of guys is all of bodybuilding is the same. For me, this is one thing I say. This is just me, just me. The way I see bodybuilding, it's all the same across classes because a judge is always looking for width of the shoulders, small waist, flow on the quads, going down to the feet. Now, that idea works in men's bodybuilding, classic, men's physique, bikini, figure, and even wellness because everyone has got to understand, everyone wants to see that small waist. And if you have that small waist, the taper makes you look bigger. Now, with that in mind, a lot of these guys have got to think, okay, cool. If that's what the judges are looking for, I need to manipulate my body to show that to them so that they can just like give me the give me the mark and actually score me higher. It's just understanding how all the posing works. And like you said, James, it's something you can change tomorrow. I tell a lot of my guys to um, get it done quickly. Like as soon as you know which show you're doing, contact me, we'll get posing, and then we can sort out a structure of how to learn it. And the guys that are brand new to this sport, you've got to understand that it is one thing in your power that can make you jump two places, something you can do. You don't have to wait like a year to do. No, you get started now so that you yeah. make those changes, just so that when you get on there, you feel confident, you feel competent. If you understand it, you'll do it. And that can completely change your stage experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, like posing, you know, and across all poses, right, is, is really, you know, picking it apart. And like you said, you know, analyzing, you know, how do I make myself look the best with like that X frame, right? And, yeah. and across all poses, like even, you know, people forget like your side shots, like your width of your shoulders to your waist, to your quad, like even from the side is still... Yep it's that shape that we're all looking for. Right. And, um, you know, it's interesting how much over the last 10 to 15 years that that was forgotten when it's before, yeah. when you look at the Arnold era, how much, yeah. how much they really put into posing. Whereas now guys put on Metallica and just hit most musculars <laughs> on stage. Right. Like I don't, I, I much prefer watching classic from a enjoyment perspective for the sport. Yeah. Like I can appreciate the big guys, for what they've built yeah but when it comes to watching and enjoying bodybuilding like watching bumstead up there and breon and terrence like that that to me is what i'm really drawn to which is you know a lot of inspiration to my posing this time around is getting more of that that pure bodybuilding right that you know when i was younger the I was art of it yeah yeah the art of it yeah that's that's the way to put it is the art of bodybuilding mm -hmm. right and 
And whether you follow the sport or not, you can look at a physique that's displayed really nicely and appreciate it, right? It's, it's a case that, as you said, I appreciate what the big guys have done. I appreciate 100% because it takes, we see it as that's hard work, consistency, and just diligence and like commitment. Yep. Now, in terms of classic, I find it like, those are the guys that kind of like, you have to really make the difference in your posing. You've got to kind of like, it's like, for example, if I'm doing a routine, I'm thinking, okay, Adrian, what are you going to do that's going to like make these people go, yo, that's good. Yep. Because I can't just go, <laughs> I can't just do no side mandatories and then just walk off. Yeah. Because I think, well, that's one thing I'm known for. So it's a point that what can I pretty much say? Well, this is what I'm about. And this is what I'm going to present to the table to make you remember what I've done. And I think that with my clients as well, I think always say to them, like, they, some guys say to me, okay, make me a routine. And I'm like, no, you've got to tell me, you've got to show me who you are because this isn't me doing the routine. This is you. I may help you with it, but at the end of the day, that essence of it has got to be you because you'll feel it then. It's not yeah. about me, it's about you. Yeah. And it's sometimes difficult for some guys because that means they have to do some looking inward at what they're about and how they feel about bodybuilding. And in all my time of me doing my posing coaching, I think... Have I ever had, I've had one rock tune and it was ACDC. Apart from that, the guys go for just slow, yeah. calm music that they can yeah. hit the poses correctly and just hold them for as long as they need to. It's, the posing is crazy because I see some guys, they think, okay, I want to do this shot. I want to do this shot. I want to do this shot. I'm like, bro, this is, this is some, this is some um, advice I got from Rich Gasparri. Because I was, I was sponsored by Gasparri and I competed. And Rich said to me, he said, posing's good. It's really good. But you've got to slow it down. Mm-hmm. Slow it down. And following that, my whole idea of posing on stage changed. And I really slowed it down. I took my time. And I see that sometimes guys try to fit a million poses in 60 seconds. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you need to cut them down. Yeah, but I want to hit this, and I want to hit this, and I want to hit this. And I'm like, I get it. Yeah. But we just can't see your poses properly if you're doing 50 of them in 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what you said about, like, making sure that you hold the poses, I think is huge. Because, like, as a competitor, you kind of are, like, get into the pose. You feel where it's at. It's like, okay, I, I got into my pose. But, like, hold it there so people can, can see it for more than – a split second before you already quickly transition in, into a new pose, like hold that for a little bit. You know, I, I think that's as, as a competitor, you know, you, you feel when you're in the pose and it's like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Slow, like, it down, slow it down. Just hold yeah. that, hold that, hold it, hold it there. Don't you don't need to hold it forever, <laughs> but like, it feels like a long time, but then you watch it back and you're like, I didn't hold it as long as I thought I did, but yeah. even, uh, you know, paying attention to your transitions, right? Like, in a 60 second routine, you might only hit eight, nine, 10 poses, but the flow between them can be really, yeah. you know, add, add just as much to it. Right. Like if you go from like a back shot to the front, 
but maybe in between you hit kind of that quarter, you know, yeah. that uh, Arnold shot or like, yeah. you know, I like to do like the twisting bicep and then like hit that really quick, then come into my side chest, right? Like just those little nuanced, small, those small shots you can make like just as impressive as an actual pose itself. And I what? like when you could display like the little, some of the little things in between, like in a, before you hit a back shot, like flexing the back, showing off the striations through the, through the lower lats and through your, you know, through your lower back and then opening up into a, you know, into a back double say, so you kind of, it's not a pose, but like you, you display something in between, you it's know, a case that when I work with guys, I always say to them, every transition is a chance to gain the attention. And mm -hmm. because you've got to make sure the transition is something that one, obviously got to flow from one pose to another, but at the same time, you can show, as you said, striations in the lower back, you can show tricep striations, you can show a lot of detail in between the poses. And some guys kind of forget that. And because of that, it's kind of like, that's where the art is. Those little things there, it's like you're yeah. not showing your whole physique. You're not showing all the hard work you've done. You're just trying to rush, rush, rush. And it's just, you need to slow down. Yeah. Yeah. So, so thinking about that, like your posing and how you look is, is can be very different in the off season versus when you're in competitive shape. Um, I know that I favor certain poses more like in terms of like thinking about a most muscular, I favor the hands and hips a lot more when I'm leaner, but like more of a hands clasp when I'm not. And there's just like little things. What what have you seen? You know, what adjustments have you seen that? For me, we've in the off season, because I it's crazy this year because I looked at um, some pictures from 2020, and I was going to compete in the PCI universe then. However, COVID blah blah blah, blah didn't happen, yeah. and because of that. I looked at some pictures from then and now, and it's crazy that because I'm, I'm in the off season, I'll hold things different, like you said, and it's, I hit more, um, more frontal shots in the off season, just because I think the extra bit of tire around the waist is kind of restricting, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and it's That's like, fair. No, and it's a case that even though don't get me wrong when it comes to the posing because i'm doing the posing like every day because i'm working with clients online face to face it's a situation that my body's able to hold the pose i can to be honest it's crazy that i can hold the poses better now than when last time i was in in prep just because i'm so practiced and like muscle memory used to it it's a case of me being able to now do that but going into my prep I think even now because I've grown I've got to change some yeah like some guys don't realize as you prep and as you diet down as you put on muscle and add it sometimes your poses have to change just because you can't hold it the same because you've added muscle in that you added tissue in that area so you've got to show it and it's it's crazy because bodybuilding doesn't always stay the same and as your body develops, your posing's got to develop. So everyone's got to take that in mind moving forward when they're getting ready for their next show, so to speak. No, that's good. I think that's a, honestly a good way to end this. I think this was a really good chat about posing. 
And, uh, you know, this wasn't originally what we we're going to talk about, but I think your insight <laughs> was really valuable. And, you know, I'd like to get you on again, maybe and talk about yeah, this man. a little bit more definitely uh, in the future. So for those listening um, that maybe want to reach out to you for posing, man, where do they find you? Um, just hit me through Instagram. And it's, if they put in Saxon King, I'm pretty much the first one that comes up, find me. And I do online posing, so I can do it through Zoom. Guys in the UK can come to me, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And the case that I'm here to just help you, man. Like before this, before I started, I went full time on my posing. I was a school teacher, long story. But um, I taught science, I'm a science teacher. So but, um, all it is, is I'm here to educate people. And that hasn't changed regardless of my occupation. And I just want to help people and make them understand what posing is, what we're trying to do. And my main point is to make them confident and competent. That's what I always say to my guys, confident and competent. I want you to make sure that when you go on stage, you walk up happy and you walk, like, walk off like you want to jump back on there and do it again. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you feel happier in yourself, my job's done. I think that's important. Beautiful. The conf confidence mm -hmm. comes off too, because judges mm -hmm. notice. I know judges will notice that. Yeah. Yep. Easy. And we can see the guys that are scared. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, man, for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it. All right, back soon. Yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get Adrian back in for sure. If you guys like this episode, obviously give it a like, subscribe to the channel for future episodes, and you guys got his info there. If you want to reach out to him for posing. Uh, just based on this conversation, I highly recommend you do so, whether you're a new or experienced athlete. I think there's some stuff to learn from this guy. And uh, I know the three of us will definitely be getting back on for another episode in the future. Um, so thank you, man. I appreciate it. And uh, you enjoy the Thanks, rest of your guys. day. Thanks for having me. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Adrian. We'll see, see you in the next one. Bye-bye.